wonderful starts to happen. He said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that was written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scripture. He told them, this is what is written, the Christ must suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, open up these scriptures that we may see here the inward, outward, and upward movement of the Holy Spirit. Lord, let us know that we are part of this wave of grace that is sweeping across the world. We here today are part of a wonderful story. A miracle is taking place. In Jesus' holy, sweet name we pray. Amen. When we lived on the Outer Banks, I would often go over to the ocean and watch the tide. The tide is amazing. The tide comes in, the waves, each one coming in, and then they're going out, and each wave is rising up. And you see that motion in the ocean, <laughs> the inward, the outward, and the upward. In the scripture, we see this motion taking place as Christ is ascending into heaven with the challenge for us to continue the good work. And here we are on Mother's Day. I told um, my sermon group, that's the group that meets before our worship here, usually over by the media center with Brad and some others, with Randall and a few others. Um, I said I was gonna layer the idea of motherhood on top of the scripture of ascension. And uh, I know Brad kind of looked at me like, I'm not sure what you're gonna do, and I'm not even sure what I'm going to do, but I'm going to try because it's important that we try. I learned that from my mother. She taught me to try, at least try it, Jerome. Just try it. She tried to, you know, make me eat vegetables. Just try okra. Now, I don't want okra. Don't give me any okra. Don't want any okra. Just try it. Try it. Mothers are good at that. They'll put a little sugar on it, make it look good, and they'll sweet talk you a little bit and say, you need this okra, you need it to grow into a big boy. Well, mama, it worked because I'm a big boy. <laughs> Mothers are good at trying. Jesus here is helping us to try to do something, not just anything, but everything. He is saying to us, with this spirit I am giving you, it is possible. But first he lays out to them this beginning of an earthly ministry. And he opened their minds so that inward they would start to, to think and understand the story they're being given. Just imagine the story of grace given to these early followers of Jesus. They're in a world that does not know the power of love yet. 
It's a world that knows only hate and domination, pain and suffering. It's a world that is captive to its own sins. And here are these group of people that had gathered there by Jerusalem about to be given the power to go and change the world. It's indeed a wonderful idea as the Spirit is flowing in at this moment into the church. He says for them to go to Jerusalem and there they'll receive the power. And we know that happened on the day of Pentecost when the power entered into the believers to be the voice, the hands and the feet of Christ. I think back to my early days, when every Sunday my mother, she would bring me to church along with my brother and my two sisters, and we would go, and I would sit on the first row. It was always an exciting time because church to me was an opportunity to be able to see and just be a part of something that was greater. There is something greater here, and that something is the power of the Holy Spirit. You witnessed it, not only with the singing of the children, but their authentic statements of love for their mothers here today. It, it, was, it was touching, it was wonderful. And I'm saying, parents, you hang on to that moment because it is a moment that is fleeting. Understand they grow up, but their love, it always remains authentic and true, the love that holds us together. See, Christ knew that they were going to be able to make it through the challenge they were going to face the early church. He knew they would be able to overcome. Did you know tomorrow they're going to celebrate the embassy moving back to Jerusalem for the first time? Um, we're not getting political here. We're just saying that is one of the qualifications. That is one of the parts of the coming of the Lord is knowing that Jerusalem is still the navel of the world. It's the place where God is connected. And here Jesus is telling them to go to Jerusalem to await the power of the Holy Spirit so that they can share the gospel. So what does love do? What does motherhood provide us in the love that it gives? It's an inward love. It's a matter of the heart. Now, these are things that our world tries not to focus on because our world somehow has dismissed this inward. It's only living for other things instead of the inward change. When a person makes a step to God, it is an inward step. It's of the heart. My father made that step to God on a battlefield in Korea when he gave himself to Jesus. It was a step of the heart. It was an inward movement. It happens when a person gives their life to Christ. It happened to me at Camp Rockfish while we were singing Kumbaya of all things. <laughs> God called me by the campfire and said, Jerome, you are my child. I already knew I was a part of this story of love, but I didn't quite understand what it meant. This happens even in the relationship we have with our mothers. We have our mothers. They're there when we're born. They help us to grow up. They are the ones who bandage our knee. They're the ones who care for us and understand that often this uh, love that we see, we just don't recognize it for what it is. We don't understand how much inward it is changing us. It is shaping us. I think what's wrong with this world today is that that love is not being perpetuated. It's not being shown. Children are not being taught and allowed to sing or allowed to say, I love you. They're being denied the very essence of what it means to be in relationship. Sisters and brothers, say, I love you while you have a chance. 
this inward movement that Jesus is talking about is going to take these disciples and followers and make them into an army of love in a world that only knows hate. Christ in this moment, he is about to ascend back to heaven, is giving the marching orders to the church saying, this is what you're called to do. And if you want to know what has made it sacred that what we have seen here today is emotion is because it is part of the same love of Jesus Christ. He opened their minds so that they can understand the scripture. He told them this is written that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. It indeed is part of life and love to have suffering. The world doesn't want to have suffering. It only wants to have good times. And it doesn't understand the hard times. It doesn't understand how we must sometimes walk through the valleys to get to the mountains. So the world lives its life thinking somehow it can avoid the pain and suffering. But the truth is motherhood requires pain and suffering. It requires that love that gives not just the love of labor, not just the love of giving life, but the love of being there through thick and thin for the countless times that the mother helps the child through the hard times because believe me, the hard times they come. There's no child that lives that doesn't have a moment they need to be with the one they love. They need comfort, they need hope, they need edification, they need to be lifted up. The inward movement of the mother means everything. Here I am, a young preacher, serving over at Hallsburg United Methodist Church in the little crossroad railroad town of Hallsburg, North Carolina. I'd been playing on this new thing they call the internet. And I just had this idea and I said, you know, I need to put the church on the internet and I need to put the district on the internet and I need to put the general church on the internet. Uh, I wonder how I'm going to do that because it's going to cost me money and I don't want to spend any money on that. And so who did I call? I called my mom, my mama. And I said, Mama, I need some money. She said, what for? And I said, a dream, a vision. I need to launch a, a new type of ministry. And I don't even think they're going to understand it. And they certainly won't appreciate it because they can't control it. But God is telling me to do it. And she said, how much do you need? And I thought to myself, and I figured I better jump a little high. So I jumped high and I said, $3,000, Mama. She said, that internet's an expensive thing, Jerome. I said, it is, but I need a machine to run it. I need a server. I need this and that. And I come up with a whole list. And she was the one that gave the money that launched the internet for the Methodist church. Ended up building not only the local church website, but the conference website, founding webmaster, the jurisdictional website, and the general website, unitedmethodist.org. It all started because my mama gave money to something she didn't even know what it was. She had no idea what it was. But she didn't have to understand that. She only had to love me. And that investment has returned many fold. It has led us to be ahead of the game in a world that is digital now, even though we still have lots of work we need to do to be able to communicate in the new way. When she gave it, she didn't give it for the work. She didn't give it for the prestige because she never received any. In fact, one of the few that have ever heard this, this story I have shared only with the people in my church because mama didn't give it for that reason. She gave it because she believed that God was telling me to do it and I believed it and God worked through it. 
Your mother has invested in you, has given you an opportunity to do something. So you children, and I'm not, I, I'm not advising you to go home and ask your mama for $3,000. Cause you gotta be called by God before you do something like that. And they may test you and they may uh, hold you to the fire and say, where is it and what have you done with it? Uh, show me what you've done. See, this inward movement is one that changes the heart. And that's what we saw today, this eruption of emotion, like a tide coming in, like a wave rolling on the ocean shore. God is rolling into the world through this great call of the early church. Jesus is saying there is an emotion about to erupt on the world, and that emotion is love. And if you want to know where the root of that love is, it's the love of your heavenly father. It's the love of a mother. It's the love of family. It's the love of relationship. See, people still struggling to understand this thing called church. Church isn't some theological premise that's put up on a wall or printed in a book somewhere of theological understanding. Church is not these things. Church is heart. It's family. It's children. It's parents. It's mother. It's father. It's being together through the thick and the thin. See, I don't just marry people. I bury people from the cradle to the grave. My call is not just for a moment in crisis in a hospital. It's for every day in the living that we live. Understand, it is a hard thing, especially in a world that needs someone to love and someone to be loved by. See, we are in this point that Jesus is opening their mind to the inward movement of the Spirit, just like your mother opening your heart to what you truly believe. I remember mama asked me when I told her I was going to marry Leona. Leona said, I've been picking on her lately. I'm looking at the choir. And, uh, but when I told mama I was going to marry you know, Leona, mama said, what does your heart tell you? And I said, my heart tells me to marry that girl. She said, good. See, a mother's love is an inward love. It calls us to look at our heart and who we truly are and know that God is working on the inside of us. I'm saying if your heart is telling you something and your mother is helping you in some way, and understand when I say mother, I mean not just the institution, but the relationship of an intimate way where someone who is sharing with you, and I, I know some hear their mother She's passed on, mine has. And every day I realize that. I have bits and pieces, a little doll that she made. I have a quilt that she made. But it's not the thing she made, it's what she gave. She gave me her heart. And her love still is within me. Every day it sustains me, it helps me to understand. Every time I have a crazy idea, I. I asked in my spirit, is this a good idea? And the spirit, it responds, if it is or if it is not. See, this scripture is helping the church step into a sacred relationship with God through Christ Jesus. Not into an order, not into an army of worldly means, but an army of heavenly means. Jesus is laying the groundwork for us to not just survive, but to thrive in a troubled world. 
I can tell you that when he was sharing the scripture, he told them, he said, repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in the name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And that's the outward movement of the spirit, just like the tide, it rolls back out. The waves go back out. This outward movement is where God is sending us forth. That's something that I know that mothers, they want to keep the children home. It'd be amazing if we could just keep them little. <laughs> if they were just little, they're easy to tend to or somewhat. You just stick them in a car seat, you turn on a video, and you give them some uh, juice to drink. But they grow up, and children become more complicated. They get individual uh, ideas, and they have their identity. They have their certain look. They have their certain preferences. They like one thing, and they don't like another. And, and they always are compared to one or the other parent. No, no matter what they do, good or bad, it's just like your mama, somebody will say, or it's just like your dad, someone will say when a child does something. But how wonderful it is when a mother, when a, when a parent is proud of the child when they step forward, when they step out, when they step beyond the nest. Now, we haven't quite gone through the empty nest, and some of you have gone through the empty nest, and this term that I've heard and I've read about, and of course, there's ministry things that can be done, but I have a feeling it's a moment that you realize that they are now outward. They're moving outward, and Jesus knew the church was about to go outward into the world, and he was giving them the inward strength of the heart to go outwardly so that they can preach in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. He says, you are witnesses of this thing. I am going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city, Jesus said, until you are clothed with power from on high. So Jesus is saying, I'm not going to send you out there without the proper clothing, without being ready to engage what you need to engage in this world. And that is what a mother does. A good mother helps a child be prepared and ready to step into the world and face all the consequences that they will face of actions that people do each and every day. See, this outward movement of the church is where the church is active in the mission, in the ministry, in the world. We are called to be a church that makes an impact and makes a difference and makes the world a better place. See, we have been given this love inwardly so we can show it outwardly. It's not just we've been given it to contain it or to hold it, but to give it away that we edify and lift up Christ. And the more we lift up Christ by what we give, the more Christ grows in the world. That's why it, 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 is, it is a creative power that he's giving us. In fact, uh, some have said the Christian faith is maternalistic faith. It's a faith that has feminine characteristics. The church, of course, being the bride of Christ and that we have uh, just a lot of stories of the sacredness of mother and the virtue of motherhood and how there's this creative order. Well, that's the theology of it and that can be studied. But I can tell you one thing, it's a wonder when God works the relationship out that goes beyond just the head, it goes to the heart of the matter. This past week, uh, I'm actually a little bit smarter today than I was last Sunday, but I was blessed last Sunday. What a great Sunday that was. Wasn't that something? And we got another miracle story coming up in June. God done worked another miracle story. You're going to hear about it. I won't tell you any details of it, but it is a great one. 
It's a wonderful story. Well, this past week I had the opportunity and I feel, I called my brother, a graduate of the institution. And I said, I want you to know that my IQ went up by five points by walking on the campus of Duke. I'm just smarter today. And he said, you should be. And I said, I walked and looked at the cathedral and I had all kinds of ideas. So I got to meet our new intern and he flew in from Salt Lake City. His name is Nathan Porter. Uh, we're going to have a reception for him the first Sunday in June. We're going to have a farewell for, uh, so for Yvette and David and the girls. And uh, just, my goodness, a lot of emotion will be on that Sunday as we say goodbye and say hello. But see, Nathan is moving in. He's going to move in a little bit sooner than that. It's in your bulletin, the information. And I got to be with him. And I was already, I was already just, uh, I, was, I was cooking the biscuits, you could say. I, w- I was playing with his mind already, and it was fun to do, because here he is, this young, impressionable person coming from his home there in Salt Lake City, and he's looking forward to his first appointment in ministry. I asked him if he ever preached, and he said no, and I said, but you will. There was a raven that flew across the window there at the chapel at Duke, and I poked him, and I elbowed him right in the rib cage, and I went, look. And they're up there preaching, and it's a good sermon, by the way, the preacher that preached it was a good sermon, but that raven captivated me, and I watched him fly across, and I was pointing at him the whole time, and Nathan's looking at me and looking at the raven, and he said, what does that mean? And I said, you'll find out. <laughs> I know on his plane trip down, uh, as he's going back to Salt Lake City, I know that played on his mind. Is that man crazy? What is this place I'm going to? And I think he's going to discover it's, Home. He's going to discover the same love that he has left in Salt Lake City. He's going to find here. He's going to find mothers who raise their children with Christian love. Fathers who raise their children with Christian hope. See, this outward expression is where we encounter Christ in our daily living. But understand the part that motivates me the most is we had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany He lifted up his hands and he blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. He was lifted up. He ascended into heaven. Sisters and brothers and mothers, love lifts you up no matter how far down you may be. A mother's love gives you hope no matter how broken you may be. A mother's love is a Special love. It's a love so kind and true. A mother's love takes the darkest day and turns the sky into blue. A mother's love is so special. And Jesus at this moment is being lifted up. And there we have the motion of the Christian faith. First, Christ encounters you within. He says, small, still voice that speaks to you that you know is not your own. It is that voice saying to you, you're going to be okay. I'm with you. I love you. This is going to work out. Don't you worry. It's the love language of Christ that enters into you. It's an inward love. And then it's expressed in our outward going and being part of the kingdom. But the part that makes me happy is when God lifts me up. He lifts me up. Because the world has been pushing down on me. We, we have, I know we have two, at least two, that are here today. 
One has overcome uh, surgery and is walking, I guess walking tall now. Walking tall, isn't that right, Terry? Walking tall. We got another here that just had two stents put in. Dan? Dan said, I'll see you at church. Dan knows where his home is. Terry knows where his home is. He knows, they know where the heart is. I think back to those moments when I was in the early appointment, me and Leona serving over at the Sand Hills at Windblow. Going back home again. Sometimes it would be Sunday afternoon, but if there was a business meeting, it would be some other time with her being a teacher and me being a preacher. Our time was tied up, especially with me being in seminary. But when we had an opportunity, we put that car into the wind. Back then, I had a little Hyundai. Anybody ever had a Hyundai? I wore the tires off that Hyundai. I drove it like 70,000 miles, and my dad said, is it running good? I said, it's not running too good today. And he said, wonder, did you change the oil? And I said, oh, I knew I forgot something. I didn't even change the oil in that thing. Those Hondas, they run their rabbits in there, and they just keep running inside that engine. Uh, don't do that to your parents. Tell them you change the oil every 3,000 miles and rotate the tires and you take care of the car. See, see uh, this, this, this upward movement that God is moving the church is to help us get ready to what Jesus has done. He led them in the vicinity of Bethany. He blessed them and then he was taken up. In other words, we're gonna be taken up. Are you ready to fly? Are you ready to be taken up? Are you ready to enter into the kingdom? Are you ready to fly? Jesus is saying he left them and he was taken up into heaven and he wasn't taken back into heaven just to be there alone. He came to get us ready so we can go and we can fly and we can be a part of the kingdom and the family of God. We're told clearly in the scriptures, we're not angels. We're not a different species or a being. We are the children of the light, it says in the scripture in John. We are the children of the light. We are the children of God. We are the ones who were populate heaven. We are the ones who can say to our heavenly father, I love you, just like we heard I love you this morning from the children to their mothers. Listen to your mama. Listen good to your mama. Your mama has something to tell you. She is trying to say to you what you need to hear. She's saying to you, do not seek the things of this world. Seek the things of heaven. Your mother's love, it knows no bounds. Just like Susanna Wesley with John and Charles, a mother's love can change a nation and change a new world. The love of believing in a child when the world does not believe in them. And there's moments that the world will make you very sad. Go home and let your mother lift you up. Here on this Mother's Day, we've been blessed to be in a church that holds it sacred. The institution, the relationship of motherhood. But the days are coming and let me warn you. The days are coming when in this very land we live, even this institution that is sacred, this relationship of motherhood, will be under direct challenge by this culture. Already they are attacking everything that is sacred, family and faith and fellowship. 
but it won't change the amount of love that is being given. Sisters and brothers, Jesus ascended into heaven and they worshiped him and they returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they stayed continually at the temple praising God because they knew they had been blessed. They now have had an inward change with an outward expression, with an upward motion and God is lifting us up. Let us pray. Dear Lord, let us know the love that you have given to us, this inward love of our heart, this relationship you have given. Lord, let us know that we are called to go forth and to share this love with others. And Lord, let us also be lifted up so that all that we do, we may see your holy presence and your truth may come real in our lives. And Lord, when the moment comes that the day has grown dark and long, we do not know where to go. Our friends have betrayed us. Our situation has denied us. Let us know that your love, it will sustain us and bring us home. And we will get home not by going down, but by going up. In Jesus' holy, sweet name we pray. Amen.